Oh, Caesar's actually sent just sent me an email about coronavirus. I must read. We should read it on the show. Exhilarating content. I mean, they're super honest. There's no issue more important to us than making sure we manage the situation as effectively as possible. So you continue to feel confident visiting us. At first I was like, this is bullshit. But then I got to the second part and I'm like, yeah, actually, that's not right. The one thing we truly care about is you visiting us. Howdy, it's Tuesday, March 10th, 2020, and this is episode 121 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Laskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Three days from Atlantic City is good. It is. Two, Two days, days for, you. for me. Yeah. Yeah. I will be there in like 36 hours. Uh, I won't spoil the surprise about when I'll be there. We'll see what's actually happening. It'll be a surprise even for me. I don't understand oh god this week has been atrocious <laughs> before we get to that should we talk about 1921 sure so september 7th uh 1921 the very first miss america pageant was held and then the next day september 8th margaret gorman a 16 year old wins from washington dc actually won the atlantic city pageants golden mermaid trophy and she was later actually the next year dubbed the first miss america so how about that? 16's pretty young. So I'd say that that's a very different time, except that, you know, if you listen to 80s pop music, like every other song is about how like these rocker dudes are attracted to 16 year olds and like maybe they shouldn't be, but maybe they should be. There are like six songs like that. Billy Idol has one. This this one I linked you to. Benny Maradonis. Come on, man. You know the song. She's just I didn't, actually. I can't believe you never heard that song. I started watching it, and I had never heard it, I don't think. Anyway. The rumors that Miss America could be coming back. Yeah. I, I have mean, no information on that, but... No. got to, This got a brief call out on the latest episode of uh, Boardwalk Empire, which we'll talk about at the end. That's true. But I, I think the rumors are just pure speculation that for the 100th anniversary in 2021, they would want to have it in Atlantic City. They should probably, yeah, have the 100th anniversary. I mean, I think it's an idea that's kind of run its course but i feel like just as a business proposition doing number 100 probably has to make some sense and then just end it yeah shut it down it's an idea that's a bit past its time i think give it to a 16 year old and then just end it i mean plenty of teenage beauty pageants i don't know yeah that's true i act like this is some bizarre thing yeah but there are like six still happens to this day so yeah uh boy my daughter can never see one of those pageants because she would 100% want to do it. Like, no, it's not what I want for you. <laughs> this is the good content. So we're going on a trip. Yeah. Are we going on a trip? <laughs> I'm going on a trip. I literally just this very moment booked my hotel room. Where? At Caesars. In a tower you've never stayed in? That's right. In the Ocean Tower. Never stayed there. Amazing. One of the few towers in Atlantic City that we have never stayed in. I also had the avail I could have booked uh Chelsea Tower or South Tower at uh 
Tropicana, neither of which I've ever stayed in either. So. Yeah. I don't know. Ocean Tower. We stayed at Caesars a lot and somehow never been in Ocean Tower. So yeah, that's interesting. I, I've stayed in Centurion Tower like at least five times, I'd say. But yeah, somehow never Ocean Tower. Are you excited? I'm very excited. So both nights, Ocean Tower, comped, done. I was actually pretty surprised. I mean, I checked this morning and it seemed like the rates were going up for Friday night. And then I guess everybody got COVID-19 scared off and decided, no, I'm actually canceling my comped rooms. I, I'm sure that there's just been like a wave of cancellations of comp rooms. I cannot imagine it's going to be very crowded. Yeah, I mean, I, I was saying to you before the show that I have a room at Ocean, and I never got the confirmation email, which happens when you book a room at Ocean. Like they just don't send you a confirmation email, even though they say, say they will. And I did not get put on hold at all. Like just I hit two for reservations, and somebody just picked up, and I was like, "Whoa, this has never happened in the history of Ocean." Yeah, which I took as a bad sign for Ocean's bookings for the next couple weeks, but we'll see. Yeah, The potential for a really, really bad March data-wise is there. I I mean, I think potential for, like, casinos to be shut down at some point is there, so... I keep thinking throughout this week, like, we just need to get through five more days, four more days, three more days, without some casino shutdown that oh, keeps us from I don't going th- to... <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen yet. I wouldn't be surprised in a few weeks, though, if it if it happened. South Jersey's been surprisingly untouched by it. Cherry Hill has had a confirmed case, but it's really mm-hmm. been centralized around me, Hudson County. <laughs> yeah. If anyone is bringing it, it's going to be you. I mean, certainly New York City has, has more than it's for sure. Yeah, well, it's going to be the uh, coronavirus greyhound all the way down from the Port Authority, directly from the head of Port Authority, who has it, uh, mm-hmm. all the way down <laughs> to to Atlantic City. So if you see me, make sure to shake hands and... I'm not trying to, you know, French sneeze, kiss. And, sneeze into my elbow or anything. <laughs> it's just going to be right onto the buffet trays and, and we'll go from there. Speaking of which, uh, MGM has closed their, their Vegas buffets. Uh, but Borgata, their buffet, is not yet closed, even though I would think that there's probably more people going to Atlantic City that are likely infected than Vegas. But who knows? I guess, I guess it's probably about the same. Well, there's a lot more. There's probably like- a lot more international travel to Vegas. Yeah, and it seems like the West Coast, like California, Washington, mm. is I, heavily affected. So, uh, so is New York. So, yeah, but New York's very like whatever. It's fine. Get on the subway. Ignore that homeless person sneezing right into your face. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that there hasn't been uh, like major mass transit shutdowns yet, or whatever. I know that I, I work with a, a bunch of Romanians in Bucharest. Is just starting tomorrow. They're all going to be working from home because they're shutting down the the subway or whatever mm-hmm. or or maybe they're not shutting it down they're just recommending that nobody take it so it certainly certainly seems like they should like new rochelle is now some like hot zone and they've basically said no one in or out they have to have the national guard bring food in and it's like there's a train that goes directly through new rochelle stops in new rochelle commuter train into into new york city we all just have it in new york i think and just don't know yet yeah i mean that's that's you know me and my wife have been talking and the certainly the expectation that at least she has and she works in kind of the public health sector is that once they actually start widely testing, it's going to be way more people have it than what they think. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, are we, are we fools for going to Atlantic City? Well, I mean, I, I don't think I am because I think I'm better off in Atlantic City than I am here. Well, I mean, you're presumably not like just passing around perfect COVID-19 receptacles to every single person, like, at your school, and then rubbing them 
the whole time, like you are casino chips at the casino. Yeah, and the slot machines just hanging out. Right. Should I be buying, like, food service gloves to use at the slot machines and on the chips? I don't think so. I'm interested to see if we see any of that. I think we're going to see a lot of people, like... I, I bet we'll see some medical some masks. Yeah. We'll see a lot of medical masks. I see those, you know, all oh, really? over the place. But yeah, no, we don't see them at all in the in the burbs. I'm really interested to see if, if people are, like, you know, bringing the Lysol wipes to the slot machine and, and that I'm kind of planning stuff. on trying to be mindful of trying to wash my hands a bit more often than usual. I will say that. Yeah, I'm pretty vigilant about it in the first place. But I got to tell you, so far, the main side effect of coronavirus for me is that my hands are extra dry yeah. from <laughs> constant hand washing. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm of the opinion anyway that it's going to be a lot worse in a couple of weeks. So I feel like we're sort of getting in at the last minute, maybe before we're before we would really there's be serious problems. I mean, we'll see. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see some casinos shut down at, at some point as as it continues to get worse because it's certainly going to get worse. It's not going to. They're not going to magically stop the spread. So, so we have currently five people in the group. What mm-hmm. are the odds that all five of us actually make it to Atlantic City? Well, I don't know about your situation. You were hinting at some stuff earlier, but I think there's one person who I'm pretty iffy about making it, but sounds like he's going. So I don't think anyone else really seems like they're going to not go. Yeah. So I was very, very confident in my ability to go until today because a bunch of colleges in New York City decided to close or go fully online. My job has essentially decided no waiting period all these classes need to go fully online right now if they possibly can. And that I am the contact person for that. <laughs> so uh, we were just completely swamped today. We'll probably be completely swamped tomorrow and Thursday. And so I have in that I have the day off and it's on the calendar for everyone to see. And I just didn't want to bring it up today and be like, Hey, boss, remember I'm taking Friday off in the midst of all this. I'm like really looking for my moment here. But I think worst case scenario, assuming that, you know, there's not some disaster beyond this where like a casino closes or like they decide there's no more bus transportation in and out of New York City. The worst case would be I go to work until like four and then I get to AC at like 730 or something, mm-hmm. which would be really annoying. But it would still you could spend 12 hours in AC. Yeah, it would still get me to AC and then I'd probably just stay in AC until like late Saturday night. Nice. Like, you Can know, Vinny Chen's then nine or something. I could. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm assuming if he's doing well in the tournament that he's playing in, he will be there very late playing poker. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could just meet him for dinner, though. He says that he loves just hanging out with people. And Yeah, I, I heard on his latest episode that he, that he <laughs> doesn't care about any break. He loves to socialize. Yep. What else? You're booked. I'm booked. Everybody's booked. Yep. Do we have any plans? I mean, now you're at Caesars. All your gambling at Caesars, I'm assuming? Every single second, I will not step foot out of that casino the entire trip. So now that you're staying there, you got a 10 times multiplier at Caesars. You yeah. Got $100 free play at Borgata. 225 buddy. For just for just Friday? Yeah, 225 on Friday. Wow. So, you, so you're going to make it to Borgata on Friday. I will make it to Borgata. And I think I have over the weekend, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I feel like it's uh either 225 or 250 at ocean also so oh wow because i get either 75 or 100 every day so are you gonna pull straight into borgata or do you want to try to do that like in the afternoon i would also i would go to borg yeah if you want to go to borg i can wait for you to get here assuming it's not at 8 p.m or whatever yeah yeah, i mean we can see what my schedule is i should know more tomorrow hopefully but Mm -hmm. but what i was thinking was yeah borg friday i've got 
mystery yeah. free play, but that's not really meaningful. It's like $20 minimum or something, so it'll be 20 bucks. Yep. But I, you know, I haven't been to Borg, like you said, in since December 2018, so I would be up for some Borg time, and then I'll probably do all my gambling on Friday night at Ocean, since I've got a room booked there. Paul actually has reservations at the Iron Room. I think that's news to you. Sure. <laughs> so he he made a reservation for three, just sort of guessing on how many people would a be going with us to Atlantic City and b be interested uh-huh. in the Iron Room. But that's a changeable reservation. So, yeah. What's your interest level in Iron Room? I mean, if you're going to get in at like four, we're going to go to Porcata, like pretty pretty much non-existent. But if I'm going to get there at noon, twelve thirty, yeah, maybe. I can probably be talked into it. Paul is like definitely going to Iron Room, and I think I would really like to go check it out. So at the very least, two of us will go, assuming that I'm actually in Atlantic City by then. You guys can go to the Piccadilly and get some wings, and we can meet mm-hmm. up afterwards. I'm planning to play hours and hours of Heidi. I think that's my main plan. Heidi would never give me the coronavirus. <laughs> sounds Sounds legit. I found out I was doing it wrong last time, like half the time. I was only putting whatever five dollars a spin instead of the six dollars a spin or whatever oh, that, no. yeah that gets you like the higher chance of red heidis is that what the extra dollar gets you no it gives you the chance of having full rows that are wild ah nice i never pay that extra for like the bonus like that mm. foolish that's why i never never win on the slots scare money don't make money that's true i hear also somehow they are rigged though yes indeed <laughs> A classic moment. Davis pitched the five of us or whoever's willing going in, pooling money and playing some higher denomination slots. I would say high denomination, but really we're probably talking like, you know, five bucks a spin or like five dollar denomination, not like, you know, anything crazy. Do you have any interest in that or is that not something you want to do? This is just, uh, and the thing I've never understood about this or other like slot pools, like group slot pools, this is like the worst idea of like maximizing like the time waiting for hand pays and the amount of time you have to spend doing your taxes at the end of the year compared to like how much fun you could have. Like I don't, that does literally nothing for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely understand it as like a group thing where it's, you know, if it's a Vegas blog or vlog or podcast or whatever, and they want to get together, or like the Facebook, like EAC Facebook group, everything AC Casinos Facebook group, that kind of get together, I think it makes some sense. It's like a big group. You figure out all the hand pay stuff in advance, and then you set the rules. And I think there are a couple of ways it's usually done where you play until you get a hand pay is one option. Or I think it's like you set a stop, like limit on wins and losses or whatever. But I feel like it makes sense for a big group like that for for a group like ours, where it's only a few of us, and we're not going to be playing really high limits, I'm not sure I really understand it. <laughs> because, like, we individually could just be playing these limits, but, like, fewer spins. I mean, even Slack Golf, I think, would be better than that. And Slack Golf was a pretty underwhelming experience for me. I think we could we could have tweaked the rules in Slack Golf where we, you have to play, like, higher denominations or, like, uh, certain machines or whatever. But we'll see how I feel once I've been drinking. I may feel like, yeah, let's go play $5 denomination Wheel of Fortune and each put in 100 bucks or whatever. But with only with the few people that you have, you're not getting a ton of spins. Yeah. I don't know. No, it doesn't really do it for me. I'm not super interested, but if that's what the party decides they're going to do, we'll see if I tag along or not. I don't know. It's possible that I would come, but... So one fun part about it would be playing, you know, player's card roulette and seeing who <laughs> one person gets the points. 
What we should do if we go to Iron Room is play credit card roulette. That would raise my interest in going to Iron Room tremendously, simply knowing that that's what we're going to do. So, well, Ed mentioned for the thir- for the thirty three pool, they did uh, like golf trip and dinner and and the roulette spins for the leftover money in the thirty three pool, which is something that they I think started last year in the pool. And so, what they played credit card roulette. I think it was them. I hope I'm not mistaken. Where it was actually reverse credit card roulette, where you, they pick somebody who doesn't have to pay, and everybody else splits that person's bill. So, like one that's... person's not on the hook for all this massive group, uh, but like one person gets out. I think that so I think that for a big group that makes a lot of sense, right? Like for yeah, sixteen yeah, yeah. people or something, sure, like no, sure. no one person's going to want to pay yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. But for like, but with you like know, five, five of us, yeah. yeah. Although no, I don't really I mean, want to pay five hundred. It's just for... hilarious if someone has to pay eight hundred bucks or whatever it would be. Mm. Hilarious. <laughs> I don't think it's hilarious to the tune of a twenty percent chance that I would have to pay that. Oh come on, man! I, that's like sounds like legitimately the most fun I could imagine having at dinner. I, I think. Like, I'm giddy thinking about it. Because <laughs> everyone the whole time would get to just, like, order, like, an asshole, too. It'd be so good. <laughs> that is true. Like, everybody would be banging on the 80% that it's not them. And it'd just be like, foie gras. So just going to be caviar on top. Why not? <laughs> yeah. It just, like, drunk as fuck because we're all ordering, like, insane cocktails. I'm going to say we have to do this. Even if we go to, like, the McDonald's, we still have to do it. Oh, it would be really funny to do credit card roulette at, like, Fat Burger. Yeah. Which, yeah. Fat burger, I think not there anymore, but Borgata hamburger, the Tony Luke's or whatever. <laughs> Borgata. Oh, I look, we mentioned yeah, Borgata. It's like it's called like Philly steaks or something at the, <laughs> the, the former Tony Luke's at, at Borgata. <laughs> yes, I would be much more interested in going to dinner though if credit card roulette was going to be played. I see, not reverse credit card roulette. I'll I'll, I'll gauge the interesting credit card roulette, but you know that I am the person who doesn't want to do it. This this really my risk aversion is much, much higher than whatever joy I would get out of, like, ordering, like, an asshole and hoping that somebody else gets stuck with the bill and laughing at them when they do. Uh, Unless, I mean, if it was you, that would be amazing. But anybody else I would feel kind of bad for. Really? You're just not a good person like I am who would feel nothing but joy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways, any other thoughts about the trip? No, it's going to be awesome. And uh, hopefully we don't just have to self-quarantine afterwards yeah it's it's weird because i feel like normally my trips are very planned out time-wise like when i'm getting there i would already have a bus booked when i'm leaving i would know that paul i think is leaving mid-afternoon on saturday and he's offered to drive me to philly to the train which makes it a much easier trip for me like the train it's only an hour and 15 minutes or something on the train and then i'm actually closer to home once i get off the train uh but you know if i don't get to ac until seven or eight on friday night i'm gonna be much much more interested in staying and taking a 9 p.m bus on saturday than you know leaving at three in the afternoon or two in the afternoon or something like that so the advantage the advantage of leaving at two in the afternoon is then i'm home and can actually help get kids to bed wait well what does what word did you i don't think you know what the word advantage means well the advantage for somebody in in that situation Yeah, so I don't, I don't know, I don't know what I'll end up doing, which sucks. Um, there's much talk on on Facebook and Twitter about our apparent Friday night meetup that we didn't know we were having. So what's the deal with the Friday night meetup, Kyle? I heard you were in charge of planning this. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> a good idea. I think that if you look at us, I'm definitely the person who should be the social planner. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we're just going to tweet where we are and people can meet up with us. We do have one person who has ordered a shirt. 
and he said he'll come find us. Oh, the, the big, big news. I, tonight, while I was waiting for like two hours for you to get on, <laughs> took the box of t-shirts and put them into my car right now. There will be no forgetting them. Oh my goodness. So any shirt that this is your notice. If you any want a shirt, shirt let us come. know. Bring I will give you your a shirt. eleven dollars or nine dollars. What is it? Nine dollars. Nine dollars. Do we have mediums left or not? Uh, there might be one. Yeah. So we have nine dollars for medium, large, or extra large. Eleven dollars for. I think it's only three XL now. There might be one two X. The the one two X just got claimed. Oh, that's the person who asked for the the shirt. Yeah. So do we have a four X or? or I think gone? we might still have one four X. Yeah. Uh. So we have a few shirts left. Once these shirts are sold, we can work on shirts volume two with a new design. <laughs> and judging how fast they're selling now, it, I can say it will probably only be a matter of days. Yeah. Sometime around like episode 250, I think we'll have another shirt sign out. Uh, so that's that, I think, for the trip. Uh, we'll tweet I, I where we are. You, you meant to say sometime around episode 250, we'll sell the next shirt and be down <laughs> to only like 40 left. <laughs> There's only like 25 left. It's not that crazy. Uh, I don't know. I haven't kept count, but the box still looks pretty full. <laughs> I have kept count. Uh, yeah, we'll tweet where we are. There's no formal meetup, but we'll tweet where we are if you want to meet us. Friday night is probably the easiest time to do that. And yeah. most likely, speaking for myself and, I don't know, for my brother, who is the other podcast guy, according to Ocean. Um, yes. That's their official stance as a casino is that Paul is the other podcast guy. We will at least be playing at Ocean. I expect our friend Dave will be playing at Ocean since he has room there, unless... He sees or hears on this podcast that you're booked at Caesars and then flips his room to Caesars for his 10 times multiplier and his $10 of free play. $10 free play. You can't give up the $10 free play. He can book both, one for him and one for Taylor. Oh, that's true. a good friend, I would book Taylor his own room, but I think it's funnier for him to stay with Dave, so. Eh, I don't don't think the value of your own room is like that high. I just need need a bet. Pretty high. No, no, I just need a bet pretty high That's all. i mean i say that having my own king room and could easily just stay in my brother's second queen bed and cancel my king room and not have my name attached to a room which i'm not doing so clearly i value my comp room my alone room somewhat but anyways anything else about the trip before we go i hope no. i hope nothing happens where i can't where i end up not going i i was sitting at work today with just like shit melting around me in the office and I was just like, I'm, it's not going to happen. Like, I don't see how this is going to work. And then I remembered, like, oh, no, I could actually still go. Even if I go to work on Friday, I could still make it to Atlantic City. And so that Terrible. make me Terrible. feel better. But it would really, that would really suck. Like, the whole day, I'd be just so miserable. And I'm going to be miserable anyway because the work's going to suck. And so if I have to also be, like, sitting there waiting for my chance to go to AC, I'm going to be very, very bitter about everything that's happening. Anyways, we talked about the buffets. Borgata not affected, as we said. I'm sure two years from now, people will still be asking if the Borgata Buffet is open or not because of coronavirus, because that's sort of the way AC news and information goes. Any other thoughts on the buffets? Nope. Probably a smart move to close the buffets, I think. Yeah, I think it makes some sense. Um, The best comment I saw on Twitter was that casinos are just land-based cruise ships. Seems about right, actually. Yeah, seems absolutely true. Uh, What else? Any other news? Not much news this week. Luke Bryan concert? Yeah, so there's a Luke Bryan Beach concert announced for August 22nd. Uh, you claim it's a huge draw. I wouldn't know. So. Huge country act if you're into the country music. So uh, I expect that will be extremely, extremely fu- full. Uh, Saturday, August 22nd. So another Saturday concert. Mark Gian Antonio from Resorts is going to be like, what the hell? 
are you doing? This is not what I said to do. But yeah, I mean, it'll be very full, I think. He's a very big draw, and I think the the demographic is dead on, like, very beachy, young crowd, and it will do very well. Um, the other thing, the Everything AC Casino's fourth anniversary got announced for a little earlier in August. I believe that's August 8th. So you need to be a member of the Everything AC Casino's group. Uh, most of you, I'm sure, are. So look for that there. It's, like, one of their events listed i'm sure it's it will be at the top of the group and mentioned many times so if you're interested in that it is august 8th uh i'm gonna try to go really yeah oh nice an august trip for you assuming that we're all still alive yeah so uh, it seems highly likely that that would be a very short trip for me like get there friday night and then come back saturday night on the bus just because of the cheapness of the rooms and we're expensiveness of the rooms in august yeah uh but i expect it's gonna be a huge huge group like they get a lot of people at their meetups so i would think yeah, man. many many people so looking forward to that really really hoping i can make that work i expect to yeah. see you there kyle i know that you love large gatherings i do you know that there's nothing i love more than large gatherings and socializing and full saturdays in atlantic city that's what you and always group do slot pools yeah <laughs> that's totally optional yeah, when was the last time you had a full Saturday in Atlantic City? Didn't you just recently do my a bachelor trip? party? Oh, your two night trip was Thursday to Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, two years ago. By the way, I saw that in my like whatever recent pictures part of the Photos app. Which do you have an Android phone? Are you familiar with the Photos app? No, I have an iPhone, but I used to have an Android mm. phone. So anyway, it's it's kind of like Instagram where they have stuff at the top. But three years ago, there was a picture of Atlantic City. And two years ago, there was a picture of Atlantic City. And I was like, yeah. So apparently this time of year, right now, we go to Atlantic City a lot. Seems, it makes sense. Like spring, sort of, you know, cheap, last chance for cheap rooms. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice if it was 70 whatever degrees like it was the other day. Although it wasn't that warm in Atlantic City. It's supposed to be warm, I think. On Friday, I think it's supposed to be nice. Rainy, though. Rainy. Oh, uh, Yeah. Mm. So, t- that... Just just to clarify before before you continue, yes, two years ago I was there. I was Friday through Sunday. I was in Atlantic City. Friday That's when I came Sunday. up and I visited you when when your son was like oh yeah two weeks old. Friday through Sunday, man. I pick, and I, those pick, were and I picked the days. up my my friend from from Hoboken, Hoboken Stevens Institute of Technology. Indeed, sit. Yeah, so the sit, the sit in the mitt. Should we even talk about this Don Guardian thing? Uh, so yeah, apparently, according to our friends at Route 40, Don Guardian is featured in a mailer that is for changing uh, government to the, uh, oh, what's his name? I want to say Don McCann, but it's definitely not Don McCann. <laughs> <laughs> what's the union head's name? I can't believe Union I don't 54. have this, have this off the top of my head. I know. It's Don something. Bob McDevitt. Bob, he, I, that was way off. Bob McDevitt. But anyway, he's endorsing the change that, that Bob McDevitt's uh, promoting. I don't know. I'm not hugely surprised. I mean, I think Don Guardian was... He's he's someone I think he understands that the reason he got elected is because he had the support of the Callaway political machine, and then he lost an election because he did not have the support of it. And uh, I mean, it's a little... It's not totally surprising to me. Let's let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I'll say is the mailer has a fix AC logo, uh-huh. and I'm sitting here annoyed that they've 
infringed upon our copyright infringement. <laughs> it's like, hey, we had the idea to steer that first. After the drink AC mugs. Lots of people are reusing the something AC logo in a circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, I, a little, I don't have too much else to say about it. I'll link to an article from David Dances in the Press of AC that goes into much more detail. But I remember when he, right before he lost the election for, for to be reelected, he came out saying, like, basically, election fraud's going to happen. And there needs to be an investigation. And it seemed kind of out of nowhere and, and very out of character for him. But I think it also, you know, as we learned more about it and, and looked more into the history of Atlantic City elections, it was kind of like, oh, no, he, like, he's saying this because he knows about this. And Right, it's true. And like I said, I mean, to be very clear, when he won the election, it was with the support of Craig Calloway. So, yeah, it's not like he he won his election in a, you know, totally clean and fair contest. So yes, everybody's very quiet about Craig Calloway when he's helping them. Right. And suddenly is like oh look at what this guy's doing <laughs> when they're going against him but that's the the update on that and i think that's it for the news yeah so uh if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners you can do so at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win find all of our great content and buy a shirt at do for win.com or you send a message to craig on twitter at do for a win or an email to do for win at gmail.com because we will have shirts i will be there thursday friday saturday would love to give you a shirt in exchange for some american dollars um and you can find our podcast on itunes central google play tuner radio spotify but not youtube so you want to talk about boardwalk empire episode two let's do it i have many thoughts lots of oh, thoughts you, you have some thoughts I mean, Go ahead. I want to hear. I want to hear your takes. takes. Well, do you want to run down the plot? What happened in this episode? Uh, so all I have is uh, so the the feds are really starting to suspect uh, Nucky Thompson. Is that that's right this time, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm totally confused about what his real name is now and what his show name is. But yes, Nucky Thompson of the show. And this this episode, I think for me, was a lot about. Uh, really, it's about Nucky. And it's if the last episode I said was kind of about Nucky's soft side a bit, this is more about how like Nucky can really like knuckle down and he showed off his tough side, uh, both with uh, with Rothstein, uh, who he basically threatened and refused to pay. And uh, also with Jimmy and, you know, Jimmy was the ultimate baller move of forcing him to pay him so he could just piss it away at the tables in front of him. Yeah, what an absolute boss move. Be like, you you owe me three thousand dollars. Give it to me. And you're like, I didn't even need this. Put it on yeah. head. Doesn't matter. And also, it shows the what I suspect to be will be an ongoing thing of Al Capone not really being the most uh, helpful pe- person to to work with. Seems like a very angry man. The yes. Al Capone doesn't seem like the most mentally stable of people. Yeah. So it seemed like a lot of sort of setting the stage. There was sort of the extra plot about the the dude who was trying to get in the pants of some. 20 year old Baltimore girl. Um, <laughs> and so there's sort of like a lot of character building around like Nucky and Jimmy and they introduce Jimmy's mom. And, you know, you initially think like, Oh no, Jimmy's cheating on his wife. But yeah, <laughs> that was pretty strange. I have yeah. to say like, like why is Jimmy's mom like a hot show girl? Like that seems kind of weird. The, you know, there's the Commodore who is kind of a douche and uh, I, big I, old I, racist I thought for, and sexist. For me, the, the real, you know, the the scene of episode one was, was Nucky in front of the Temperance League, and the scene of episode two for me was Nucky and the Commodore, when the Commodore kind of got, got up on his high horse and, 
you know, ranted against uh, women's suffrage in like a really disgusting way, more or less. But, you know, and Nucky's just like, look, man, a vote's a vote. And, you know, it shows him as someone who's like, he doesn't have the room or the space to really be dogmatic about things. He has to be pragmatic. And, you know, you see it in the last last scene of or towards the end of the episode where he tells uh, what's her name, the, the German immigrant with no husband anymore to, if she really wants to help him he, she needs a vote republican yeah, yeah i mean it's sort, of, sort of like little stuff like that i think really i really like that stuff about the show uh a couple like funny little atlantic city related notes um the ritz is actually the marlboro blenheim design which i thought was really funny um i don't know if you noticed that but what, there's a point where he i can't remember if he's coming out or going into the ritz and it's like wait a minute that's actually the architecture of the Marble Blenheim, complete with right behind it the Dennis Tower, uh, you know the Dennis Hotel, which is now the Dennis Tower Valley. Still, like, still yes. standing. Okay. Uh, there's a knife and fork reference, which I thought was good. That's right. Uh, there was just a lot of boardwalk action with the the dude trying to get in the Baltimore girl's pants. Um, so and the knife and good. fork, yeah. And and like I said, a shout out to what you know what we talked about the first Miss America pageant. Nucky says he's thinking of putting it together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, so that was good. Um, I mean, we sort of we learned that the FBI agent is kind of this weird creeper dude. Uh, He's very strange. Very strange, strange Does man. That... Like, super by the book for for the most part, and it, it, like sends his wife this letter that's like, I, "I think about you all the time. I miss you. Make sure you run the water because the pipes will crack." Which is like very like this dude is just completely by the book. And then it turns out he's like taken the the German. Yes. Ladies like ribbon and is then like holding it and smelling it all creepily because he's probably actually like a serial killer or something. So mm-hmm. that's uh that, that was a little bit bizarre, bizarre way for that to go. Like shows that he's not just this one dimensional character, which was interesting. The one thing that, that I made a note of was that we apparently learned that Jimmy has brought the concept of the blowjob with him back it's- from France. <laughs> and that seems really historically important. <laughs> That really stuck Indeed out in my did. mind. Yeah. Yeah. And then the kid wakes up and, and ruins it, which, you know. Hey, everyone's familiar with that. <laughs> uh, I mean, be- better that than an undead dude at the end or whatever. Oh, yeah. Man, I forgot about that. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> Not undead. Just barely alive. <laughs> he did look very zombie Like, by the way, like, how long was it between that shooting and, like, when that happened? Because it seems like it'd been quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, bizarre. I don't want to say that that dude wouldn't be alive, but I don't know if that dude would still be alive. Yeah. It's been multiple days. Out in the woods, out in the Pine Barrens. Of Hamilton. Actually, the Pine Barrens. <laughs> the blueberry capital of New Jersey, as we learned in the show. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm like excited to watch the third episode. I'm really, it's, I, I'm like much more invested in the show, I feel like, than the first time I attempted to watch it. So it's It's good. It's one of those things that yesterday before i watched it i was not excited at all about having to do my homework but i enjoyed it during the the show so yeah i sort of, i felt the same, sort of the same way like i did it after i did a workout and start the episode till like 11 30 i was like oh i guess i'll slog through this and it's like no this is a really good show so i hope that it since we're forcing sort of forcing ourselves to do this every two weeks yeah. you'd think that with two weeks we could find some time to watch this show uh, and it not feel like a chore but uh I think this sort of goes by back to why we don't have Patreons and sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> this is how little it takes to make us feel obligated. Right. <laughs> but even I this, do have to like, say, oh, God, fine. Most confusing scene of episode two, Jimmy and his mom. It's totally, uh, super bizarre. Like, everything like, about it. I'm still like, with that, would your mom 
greet you that way. Yeah, that's it, it, the more you think about it, the less sense it makes. But uh, we'll we'll see. Yeah, and then he has to steal from his mom to pay back Nucky, and then Nucky's just like, Psh, light this money on fire. It was great. Nucky, total boss. Al Capone not coming through for for Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not really. They mentioned Frank Haig from Jersey City, which I thought was funny. Uh, Jersey City reference. There's a book about uh, Frank Haig versus whoever, uh, Farley, Hap Farley. Oh, yeah. And their sort of rivalry, North Jersey versus South Jersey. I haven't read it, but it's there. That's, that's what you need to know. You can go find it on Amazon. The Farley rest stop, just like 20 miles outside of Atlantic City. The rest stop I stop at the least on the trip. The marina is the Farley Marina. Yeah. Yeah. Big part of Atlantic City history. Speaking nope, of Atlantic City history, this episode, what do you want to... Are we done? I, th- I think we're done. So We will see you in Atlantic City in two or two three days. days or three and a half yeah. days. Or, oh God, I, or like, I get to go to Atlantic Craig City. Craig, not going. Yeah. August 8th. I'm going to drink some more of this delicious Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. <laughs> How much more would you buy if that was just one of their commercials? Oh man. It would be the only bourbon I buy. <laughs>